Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Where the Heart Once Beat and the Soul Now Lay by Amanda Vincent. All roses fade. The artificial bleach in the sun and fray in the rain. The natural crisp and brown all on their own, dangling from stems like hanged men. Floral decay dotted the family's cemetery, mirroring the ceaseless decomposition below. Kip leaned forward, careful not to disturb the slightest flake of rust on the wrought-iron fence. If they sensed him, he would be chased away before he could so much as catch a glimpse of her. She rose with the moon and sprouted from the earth, a spirit rose rooted in the compost of her long-rotted corpse. Celine smiled her century-old smile, the one that never faded, the one that was always his. I love you, Celine, he whispered, his voice a falling petal they would never hear land. Her darkened sockets glimmered. I want you, Kip. His worlds swirled above and below, and he gripped the bars for balance. They came then, mother, father, sisters, brother, all the way to the top of the twisty family tree. Death's no match for southern pride. He was not one of them, and they'd spend eternity keeping him out. In unison they lunged their attack, reaching for his soul. Kip fled. The night sweat with his terror. Humid drops, scented with the broiling overgrowth of honeysuckle, fell and clung to blades of grass. Past the decrepit plantation, past the dusty fields, to the lonely woods where he lay. He didn't have to stay. He had no tombstone to tether him, but there was nowhere else to go. He threw himself to the ground, landing on the familiar, corroded bullet, cradled in his last bits of bone. Morning came and found Kip reclined in his shallow grave like a hip bath watching a junk bug strut proudly down the magnolia's trunk. The bug itself was unremarkable, but its coat was an intricate creation, a voluminous cloud of white foam. As a child, Kip loved these fluffy little ones. They climbed across his fingertips and cuddled his sweaty palm, the closest he'd ever get to a pet. He was horrified to find they were nature's most ruthless children. In late spring, early summer of the year and of his life, he saw the sneak in action. It cornered an insect, tinier and weaker than itself, ripped it open and devoured its innards. Appetite sated, it lifted the carcass and draped it jauntily over its back. Kip pulled it off, 
leaving the junk bug naked and exposed. Affection turned to disgust as he realized that fleecy coat was nothing more than a collection of arms, legs, and exoskeletons. Hidden as it was beneath the scents and parts of its prey, it moved without detection. Kip roused himself from the dirt. Disgust turned to admiration as he realized that fleecy coat was nothing more than survival. Celine's grandfather patrolled the house, protecting high-born termites from garbage ghosts. His attachments to the material ran deep, dominating the afterlife, just as he dominated the lives of those around him, turning those he loved into possessions. Kip charged, knocking the spectral relic to the floor. His fingers pierced grandfather's breast where the heart once beat and the soul now lay. He ripped it free, a stubborn stone from a fallow field. It flashed, then shriveled to dust in his hand. A sultry wind blew lazily through the hall, scattering the final ashes over the plantation's rotted floor. Grandfather's shell, knit from memories and light, lay wavering on the floor. Kip slipped the pallid ghost skin on his back and crept toward the old woman haunting the garden. Cousin Philip kept watch at the cemetery gate. He'd love to destroy Kip a second time. Eternity is long and diversions are few. Only the familiar spirits of his grandparents approached tonight, and he saluted a greeting. As his hand raised, a searing thrust punctured his chest, and eternity became much, much shorter. Kip slung the corpse of his murderer's soul over his shoulders, adding to his heaping, glimmering coat. Not a soul stirred as he made his way to Celine's quiet corner. He dropped to the ground and reached for her. Her hand fit his, slim fingers like puzzle pieces, and he pulled her from the earth. She knew him, even with his coat, the second their darkened eyes met. The conquered death on his back didn't frighten her. She just smirked at his cleverness and kissed him. They lay back in an overgrowth of thorns, beneath the drip-drop of withered petals, and made up for lost time. It took her father two weeks to notice. He avoided her grave and she avoided his. It wasn't the guilt of her death that kept him away, just undying fury at her shame. Joy made Kip careless, and Celine was never one to care, and soon their laughter disturbed the graveyard tedium. Father rose and stormed the corner, slicing the air with crackling heat. Black lips curled over pointed teeth, but his venomous tirade fizzled in a puff of steam. His jaw dropped, then the rest of him followed, his dull glow caught by the thorny limbs of feral roses. The wind pulled the dust from Celine's hands, tossing it irreverently over the fence. She plucked the ghost skin from the bushes and threw it over her shoulders like a cape. Regal and terrifying, she alighted her tombstone, her hollow glare penetrated both soil and souls, and the cowering family shades burrowed down deep to await the rapture. They would not disturb her again. A green lacewing fluttered through her. A delicate insect, 
like the soul of the spring. Junk bugs are merciless in youth, but when the need is gone they change, they shed their coats, transform, and fly. Celine grabbed Kip's hand and pulled him past the cemetery gates, past withered roses, past stagnant ghosts, past years of history they would never understand. Past them all, they flew. This has been Where the Heart Once Beat and the Soul Now Lay, written by Amanda Vincent. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Flash Fiction Podcast, Trysts bloomed whenever we managed to meet, ending only when I left for work or she to class at the junior college.